0: Two 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 two. Two 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 oh, two. two. Y'all hear that out there? I know y'all hear it up here. Two two. It's loud out there though. Hey, hey, two, 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 two we'll make it we're gonna make it work we'll make it work for the day
1: Thank you.
2: Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. Okay, let's, that's a good start. Hallelujah. But it is because of the miraculous birth of Jesus Christ and in that spirit we open this service this morning. Oh Heavenly Father we thank you for this third Sunday in December 2019. You have blessed us to come to the end of another year and we're so grateful. God, we thank you for just being able to have the ability to move and to breathe and to see and to feel and to speak, Lord Jesus. We're just grateful. word to someone who may not understand that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And now, Lord, we ask that you hear us as we speak your word, as we sing your word, and as we give prayers continuously in your holy name. It is in the precious name of Jesus. And all the saints say, Amen. Amen and amen. And we will now be blessed by this wonderful praise team
1: alright you All right, y'all, stand to your feet. It's time to give him glory in this place, this morning, because he's worthy. Yeah. It may look different in here, but Jesus is just the same. Come, come Kneel down before him, worship and adore him. this morning.
3: Put your hands together. Give him glory. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. Good morning, church. Good morning. I don't know about
4: you, but I feel pretty good. This is the 12th month, Judge. Yes, yes. As we come this morning, we come, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We come, O oh Lord, to commemorate and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Holy Father, we come this morning. We come, O oh Lord, acknowledging you. Thanking you for watching over us last night while we mm-hmm. slept. We didn't know where we were, but you allowed your angels to guard over us. And you saw fit to touch you with the finger of our divine love. And we were clothed in our mind, that was shelter over our head, food on the table, to use in the activities of our limbs. Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you, oh God, that you allowed your love to be with us throughout this whole twelve years, twelve months. We pray, oh God, now you touch us in a special way. We pray for the sick to shed in and have mercy upon those who read us. Touch it in a special way. Give us the Holy Spirit it will be within us today that we celebrate and not forget the reason for the season. For the reason for the season, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray now that you touch our pastor this morning that he will bring a message that will save somebody. Or we ask your Lord that you will revise those who are saved. Save those who are lost. Be with us throughout this service as we make ready to go into a service of Ministering to you in music today, we pray that you be the upper hand and you get to praise this morning. Or oh, we didn't come here this morning and put on an outside show to unfriend the world, but we come that you may get the praise. We pray for your Holy Spirit. We pray that you would touch us that we may hide your word and our hearts that we might not sin against thee. Yes. Or oh, we lift you up and we mightify your name. And when we have done those things that you sign our hearts and hands to do, we ask, oh, God, to be with us. We got to come in and go in somewhere. We ask, oh, God, that you will just welcome us in. Well, you say, come on in, my good and faithful servant. There you have been a ruler over a few things, my brother and my sister. Here I will make you a ruler a minute. For we ask in Jesus' name. And all say amen. Merry Christmas, happy you. God be the great. Amen.
5: Amen, amen, amen. Where are the worshipers this morning? Where are the worshipers this morning? Are you here to worship the Lord? Are you here? To, can we just love on the Lord for a little while this morning? hallelujah It's an invitation to come let us adore him to to let us adore him let us love on him let us worship him for who he is not for what he's done but just for who he is does anybody know he's a good god he's a mighty god isaiah said he's wonderful he's counselor he's mighty god everlasting father the prince of peace and we've come to simply adore him amen Come on, we want to let all of our worshipers in. If you want to worship Him in spirit and truth, if you need to sit down, you may be seated. If you want to stand up, keep standing up. But whatever you do, let's worship Him in spirit and in truth. Oh, come, let us adore
4: Him. Oh, you ought to lift your voice this
1: morning and give Him glory. Oh, come. Oh, come. Let us yeah. adore him. Oh, come.
6: I mean now in the responsive reading having been led, as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus as our Savior congregation we do now in the presence of God angels in this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. To promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship ordinances discipline and doctrines. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintance, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love. To be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation, and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. I'm all engaged that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. Amen man want you to remain standing now for our congregational
5: hymn angels we have heard on high want you to remain standing and sing with us brother dick Penn.
7: Just a quick reminder that on today, we'll only have our 8 a.m. worship service, followed by our Christmas cantata this afternoon at 4 p.m. On next Sunday, join us for regular service at 8 and 11, and on December the 24th for our Christmas Eve worship service at 6 p.m., and on the fifth Sunday of this month, the last Sunday of 2019, join us for our joint year-end worship service at 10 a.m. Attention girls, ages 11 through 16, there's still time to sign up for the new ministry, Girl Power. Applications are due by December the 22nd. Join us this afternoon for a K Chapel tradition. Our annual Christmas Cantata will take place today at 4 p.m. The doors will open at 3 here at Cade. The photographer will be back next week ready to snap your photograph for the 140th Commemorative Yearbook. Drop by the Buckley Family Room next Sunday, December the 22nd, from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. and from 9.45 to 11. And on December the 29th, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and for one hour following the service. You only have two more opportunities to avoid being a stick figure. We'll see you next week for your photo. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family just send an email to announcements at yahoo.com or you can go to the submit info tab on the kchapel app but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
5: Amen, amen. How many of you have had your t- pictures taken already? Pictures taken already. Amen. Good numbers, good numbers, good numbers. But we still have a ways to go. Amen. If your hand has not been raised, we want you to go today or next Sunday, sometime before the end of this year, and get your picture taken. I believe in my heart that they will put a stick figure in your place. Amen. Amen. <laughs> We try not to have stick figures in the yearbook, amen. So make sure you go and get your picture taken again. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to schedule an appointment. Just show up, show up the day that you're ready, your family's ready to take your picture, and it will be taken on that Sunday. Amen? Amen. amen. God bless you and God keep you. Listen, on this past Tuesday, this past Tuesday, there was a groundbreaking on the campus of the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Uh, for Mississippi's first pediatric skilled nursing facility. And by the direction of the legislature, that new facility is named for our own Representative Alice Clark. Amen. Come on, somebody bless the Lord for that. Representative Clark, amen. Amen. God bless you. Isn't that wonderful? amen 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 a new building on the university medical center named after sister clark and that is for her tireless efforts uh, to make sure children are taken care of in our state in the state of mississippi her tireless efforts with nursing programs and just all of the good work somebody say good work somebody the good work that she has done down through the years amen we applaud you and we celebrate you amen 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 some of y'all looking at me like, like, y'all, that ain't all she done. I know that ain't all she done. and look, I see you. I see you. Amen. And what I'm going to say about that is if you win, bring your tithe. Amen. That's all I'm going to say about that. All I'm going to say about that. Amen. I know where you are. Amen. God bless you. Bless you, Representative Clark. Amen. God bless you.
3: Morning, church. We've had some new members that has finished their class. Miss Honor, Miss Battle, and Miss Stuckett, are they here today? Miss Honor, Miss Battle, and Miss Stuckett.
5: Amen. New members.
3: New members.
5: Amen. God bless. If you will,
3: if you will, would you come down? While they're doing that, will all visitors please stand? again good morning church and we are we would like now to recognize our visitors if you're not a member of this church or if you're just visiting would you please stand and right now we're going to give you something that you can't get anywhere else would you please remain standing
1: you are welcome
8: time to receive information on those you can minister to doing this, not only this next week, but during this holiday season. Let us continue to keep all of our bereaved families in our prayers. Sister Janice Mitchell lost her husband, Mr. Johnny Mitchell. That funeral will be held on Tuesday, December 17th at Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church in Canton, Mississippi at 10 o'clock a.m. We have back in the hospital, Kenny Williams, who is doing good. We're gonna ask that you continue to pray for those that are at home recovering, and those, even though they attend church, are still recovering. Sister Loretta Brown Buckley, Sister Paula Epps, Mr. Levi McBride, Mr. A.J. Mack, Coach Walter Griffin, Brother Frank Blunson, Sister Dorothy Ulrich, Mother Triplett, Sister Vera Collins, Sister Aletha Lewis, Reverend Michael Jones, Mr. Bobby Smith, and Jackie Moore. During this season, please keep all these people in in your prayers. And as I always say, pray when you can, Visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen. One of our um, new member uh, orientation members just informed me that one of our new members uh, is here. She just missed the uh, right hand of fellowship. I don't want that person. Uh, to have to go another month, amen, we're not getting the right hand of fellowship. So what we're going to do, we're going to do two things at the same time, all right? We're going to take the offering, and I see that you all cleared a wonderful little pathway right here. So what I'm going to ask the deacons to do is to come down this path. The new member, where's the new member? Uh, Brother Washington, where's the, where's the new member? God bless. Won't you come now? Where's the new member? Hey, amen. We're looking for you. We're looking for you. Don't hide from us. we family now. We're family now amen amen (laughs) there we go all right god bless new members gonna come right here and what i'm gonna ask the deacons to do is just come through that pathway make your way up here and around and back around okay and mothers will listen i don't want y'all to have to maneuver these stairs we will figure that out okay all right don't y'all worry about the stairs we'll make sure our deacons get the get the uh right hand of fellowship for this new member as as we are doing that we're going to prepare now for our tithes and our offerings reverend harris
0: There is a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I believe it is the spirit of the Lord. Certainly the spirit of Christmas is here, and the spirit of Christ is here. But it is now time for us to bless the Lord uh, through our giving. We understand that uh, fully worshiping God involves offerings, which we give primarily for three reasons here at K Chapel. First of all, we give because it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. Second, we give because it is a sign of our thankfulness to God for provisions in our lives. Thirdly, we give uh, because we want to see God's kingdom advance uh, through ministry and mission here and around the world through K-Chapel. Now the word of God. Restore for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break through and steal, and for your treasure, treasure is, your heart will be also.
5: Our uh, ushers are coming, ushers, will you come now, won't you come now, won't you come now. Yeah! God has been good We look forward to 2020 Somebody can testify if I don't see 2020 God's been good See, see some of y'all couldn't go there But for those of you who could You know what I'm talking about you, If he doesn't do that I can thank him for what he's already done Because I can witness and testify That down through the years God's been good to me Through 2000 God was good to me In 2010 God was good to me In 2015 God was good to me And I can glorify him for what he's already done. Hey, we magnify.
4: We magnify him. Name.
9: Glorify.
5: other than me feel the presence of the Lord in this house the presence of the Lord is here the spirit of the Lord is here the blessing of the Lord is here I feel him in the atmosphere hallelujah Luke chapter 1 verse 35 Uh, the angel answered and said unto her The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Let's say that again. The, The angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of god you may be seated in the presence of the lord i just want to remind you this morning and you can remind your neighbor christmas is a holy day christmas is a holy day christmas is a holy day. Christmas carol, Silent Night, Holy Night. Is a church favorite for worshipers and carolers around the world. It's tender and timeless melody has helped to convey something of The minimal and the miraculous meeting at the same time and in the same space on that first Christmas night. The simple chord structure. And the sacred verses converging in a holy expression of the Almighty's love for the world. And yet somehow we've lost both the simple and the sacredness of Christmas. Christmas is a holy day. And it's it's easy to remember that. Getting caught up in the hustle and the bustle of Christmas activities and festivities. It's it's easy to sometimes forget Christmas is a holy day. I, I, I know, I know, I know you, you you call it a holiday, but Christmas is a holy day. It's more than a holiday. Yeah. We have reduced Christmas and its sacredness for uh, the secular substitutions of snowflakes and sleigh bales and silver white winters, and as such, Christmas for much of the world is just another holiday. The, 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 the word holiday in the English vernacular is derived from the old English word holy day and originally the word holy day was used to signify a religious day reserved for reverence and religious practices but over the course of time the, 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 the pronunciation of the word changed from holy day to holiday and, and not only did the pronunciation change but the meaning changed rather than a day of religious significance and observance holiday became to be associated with seasonal vacation schedule rest and recreation paid leave From work, wish somebody would talk to me here. It's a holiday. Somebody say it's a holiday. It's a holiday because I get paid while I'm at home. It's a holiday, a holiday. And the reality, the reality, reality is that for some, Christmas is nothing more than a holiday. A scheduled break on the calendar, a holiday, a paid vacation, a holiday, a period of rest and recreation, a holiday, a scheduled season for fellowship, fun, families, and festivities. But I need to remind you this morning that Christmas is more than a holiday, it's more than a season, it's more than time for food, fun, fellowship, and festivities. Christmas is not just a holiday, but it is a holy day. New Year's Eve is a holiday. Christmas is a holy day. Independence Day is a holiday. Christmas is a holy day. Labor Day is a holiday. Christmas is a holy day. Memorial Day is a holiday. Christmas is a holy day. Thanksgiving is a holiday. Christmas is a holiday. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is a holiday. Christmas is a... I wish somebody would come on and go with me. Christmas is a holy day. It is more than a scheduled break from work. It's more than a paid vacation. It is more than a seasonal experience associated with chestnuts, evergreens, and honey-baked ham. Honey-baked ham, honey-baked ham. But it is a holy, good God Almighty, it is a holy day. And when you make Christmas, when you make Christmas just... A holiday about experiences, expressions, and gift exchanges. We miss the real miracle of this holy day. When we make it a holiday rather than a holy day... We miss the wonder of the Almighty's work when we make it a holiday rather than a holy day. We lose the privilege of watching the Holy Spirit work behind the scenes masterfully, weaving together the perfect tapestry of time, chance, and the will of the Father when we reduce it to a holiday rather than the holy day that it is. And so I invite you this morning, I invite you throughout the rest of this season to make sure that your Christmas is more than a holiday but a holy day making Christmas a holy day begins with the recognition then of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit and he's here in the Christmas narrative now if I were to ask you list the central figures in the Christmas story you would probably begin with Mary likely next on your list would be Joseph then perhaps not in this order, but somewhere along the way, you would you would mention angels and and shepherds and and wise men. And even though uh, he's not in the biblical account, you might add in an innkeeper. He's nowhere there. But but we've we've made him a folk character, and we've just included him. And and then there are all these inanimate objects that have sought their way into the Christmas story and the nativity scene: a star guiding the wise men, a manger that holds the baby Jesus, the hay upon which he is laying, the swaddling clothes in which he is wrapped. And then there's the donkey upon which Mary rides. And all of the other barn animals to help round out that scene of the nativity as we know it. But noticeably missing from most of our imaginations and most of the Christmas scenes and, and plays And even from our concepts of the Christmas account is the presence of the Holy Spirit. Truth is, we don't give much, if any, attention to the Holy Spirit. Although the Bible directly points to its presence and its power in the Christmas story. The Holy Spirit is right there. It's in the text. Mary Is arguing with the angel. How can this thing be? Angel says, Don't worry about it. Holy Spirit's got this. The Holy Spirit shall overshadow you, come upon you, and shall overshadow you. In other words, everything that you don't have, the Holy Spirit will make sure you get it. It will overshadow your deficits. It will overshadow your faults. It will overshadow that which is a liability to you. It will overshadow you. The Holy Spirit is right there. Not only is he right there, but he's all throughout time and eternity. The Holy Spirit was present at the creation of, Of the world itself. For the Bible says in Genesis 1 and 2 that the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. He was there at the confirmation of the Son. For when Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist, the Bible says in Matthew 3 and 16 that the Holy Spirit descends upon him in the form of a dove. He is there at the commencement of Jesus' ministry. For the Bible says in Matthew 4 and 1, when he was ready to go into his ministry before he went, that the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. The Holy Spirit is there at the consecration of the church. For the Bible declares in the book of Acts that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, that there appeared unto them cloven tongues as a fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. He's there over and over again. Okay, but thing thing I like about the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit really doesn't doesn't get in front, out front, and, and hog up the spotlight. He he really he really is one of those behind the scene kind of figures. He he just moves behind the scene and, and, and he works things out and he pushes Jesus up front. He said, I, I don't need the spotlight. I'll just work everything out for Jesus to get the glory. And he's there working it out. On our behalf, if if you are going to make Christmas a holy day, if it's going to be more than a holiday, then my brothers and sisters, you've got to start where Mary started, by making room for him making room for the holy ghost in your christmas experience yeah yeah watch this you you need you need to make room for the holy ghost i know i know you make room for everything else you when when there are too many presents under the tree you you go to another corner and make room for some more presents y'all ain't talking to me in here and 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 you you push, you put until you make room for everything else. When the table is filled, you, you find another table. Bring the card table out. We need some more room for some of this food. You make room for everybody. When too many people come over, you go and get the folding chairs. Make room for everybody. And I come by to tell you: if you're gonna have a holy Christmas, you've got to make room for the Holy Spirit. Make room for him. Because I'm convinced that just as the Holy Ghost was present and active then, so is he present and active now. The question that you must consider, my brothers and my sisters. What might the Holy Spirit do through you and with you if you make room for him? What might the Holy Ghost do with you and through you if you simply give him room? What miracle might be manifested in your life if the Holy Ghost is granted permission to move there? What wonder might the Holy Ghost perform in your life if given access? What might occur? In and through you, if you avail yourself to the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost this Christmas. That, my brothers and sisters, is exactly what Mary did. And it's why God was able to do the miraculous through her, because she made room for the Holy Ghost. So two quick things. That's right, two, not three. Two quick things. Two quick things. If you're going to make Christmas a holy day, first thing you got to do, number one, you must position yourself for the miraculous to occur through you. If Christmas is going to be more than a holiday, but a holy day, you've got to position yourself for the miraculous to occur through you. Tell your neighbor, it's about lifestyle. It's about lifestyle. If, watch this. Hear me. If the Lord is going to do anything miraculous to, through, or with you, you've got to position yourself for it to happen. It's about lifestyle. I said to you a few weeks ago that God chose Mary, and his, the choosing of Mary was not so much merit-driven, but grace-given. Y'all remember that? We, we talked about the fact that it was not something that she necessarily did, but, but it was God's favor. But, but, but I need to round that all out because, because, because I need you to understand that, that no, Mary wasn't perfect, but, but she was striving. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. No, 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 no. no. She, 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 she Watch this. She, she, she was not, no, she was not the only virgin girl in all of Nazareth, could not have been. But she was a virgin. Y'all missed it.
9: Y'all missed it.
5: She wasn't the only virgin. But she was a virgin. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And being a virgin made her a candidate. Y'all missed it. Yup. Be- being a virgin made her a possibility in the first place. What do you say? I'm saying it's about lifestyle. If God is going to use you and choose you, you got to position yourself and make yourself a possible candidate. you want the Lord to use you, if you want the Lord to choose you, if you want the Lord to work his will through you, you at least have to position yourself for him to do so. Does that mean living a perfect life? Absolutely not. But it does mean that you have to live a life that is well-pleasing to the Lord. Mary was chosen because she had chosen a lifestyle that made her a qualified candidate. Are you, watch this, are you choosing the kind of life and lifestyle that at least puts you in the running? Lord, if you're going to choose somebody, have you put yourself in a position to even be considered? Y'all don't like this kind of preaching. See, that's because you want Christmas to just be a holiday. I'm trying to make it a holy day for you. Are you choosing the kind of lifestyle that God can use? Are you making yourself available to him? There's something about this season, this season, this season, this, these last few days, these last few weeks of December. There's something about this season that, that I don't know why it happens, but, but Ken, Ken, it brings out the best in just about everybody. Mean folk act nice. Or a little nicer. This time of year. Something about this season that invites people to live out their better selves. To, to act on their better inclinations. People, people are a bit more generous, a bit more giving, a bit more joyful, a bit more kind hearted. And that, that, my brothers and sisters, is what I call seasonal disposition. It means, watch this, after Christmas, they're going to go back to being mean. It's just seasonal, it's just seasonal, it's just seasonal. Just seasonal. When the when the lights go up, so does mine. I when Amen. It's it's just You ought not limit your love to a season. You ought not limit your nice attitude to a season. You, you ought not limit your generosity to a season. You, you ought not limit and reserve your best self for a few weeks out of the calendar year. And you ought not limit your sweetness as a person and as a child of God. You ought not even limit your holiness to a season. If you save. You ought to live saved. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I say if you saved, you ought to live saved. If you sanctified, you ought to live sanctified. If you're with the Holy Ghost, you ought to live filled with the Holy Ghost. And you ought not wait until it's on the calendar to, to, to be so. And and it's that time of year. It's the most wonderful. It's, it's always the most wonderful time of the year. He woke me up this morning. It's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. He started me on my way. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I know my name. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I could put one foot in front of the other. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And that's not limited to December. January, February, March and April and May and June. It's the most. If you're holy, you ought to live holy. Live holy in January. You ought to walk holy in February. You ought to talk holy in March, you ought to think holy in April, you ought to act holy in May, you ought to dress holy in June, you ought to dress holy in July, you ought to dress holy in August, you ought to dress like I'm stuck on dress, ain't I? Because it's through a holy lifestyle. And I got news for you, holiness ain't a denomination holiness ain't ain't reserved for apostolic and pentecostal folk holiness is reserved for the people of god and and i don't care if you're baptist i don't care if you're methodist i don't care if you're lutheran i don't care as long as you got the holy ghost living inside of you you are commanded be ye holy for i am holy For the mess with you. Get ready, I'm finna mess with you. Tell your neighbor he finna mess with you. That means that means if Christmas is gonna be a holy day oh he finna mess with you. Some of the stuff That has become your Christmas tradition. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Oh, he talking to you. you. You ought to unspike that Christmas punch. You ought to. You ain't talking to me in here. If it's going to be a holy day, you ought to leave Tito alone and ain't talking about Jackson either. If it's going to be a holy day.
9: You better talk to me.
5: Holiness. Holiness. Holiness is about a lifestyle. And you choose it. Watch this every day. Every day. I told you I ain't got but two things, so I'm already on the point, last point right here. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. If Christmas is going to be a holy day, you have to expect God to deliver on his promise. If, if Christmas is going to be a holy day, you've got to expect God to deliver on his promise. L- listen, in, in, in Luke, Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2 begins in this way. It says, and it, and it came to pass. Don't read nothing else. Stop right there. And it came to pass. Uh, I'm, I'm. Luke chapter 2 begins by stating that everything that was promised in Luke chapter 1 Came to pass. I need to tell somebody this Christmas. To never give up. And never stop believing. In what God has promised. It might take a while. It might not show up overnight. But just keep waking up. And eventually. It'll come. I wish I had a witness in here. For, for the Bible says in Isaiah 55 and 11 that, that my word shall not return under me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. God says if I said it, my word can't come back to me until it does what I sent it to do. And an expectant spirit says that God will be true to his word. I I want you this Christmas, because I believe God has promised some of y'all some things. He promised some of y'all something in 2010, and you hadn't seen it yet. I need you to tell, I need to tell you, I need to tell you, I need to tell you, expect it. Don't stop expecting what God has said. It shall come to pass. You got to believe that nothing is too hard for your God. You got to keep believing that all things are possible to him that believe. You got to keep believing that your God shall supply all All your need according to his riches and glory. You got to believe that the promises of God are yea and amen. You got to believe that God is not man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should repent. And I choose on this Christmas, this holy day to have an expectant spirit. That at any moment it could come to pass. Watch this y'all. I'm through. After the angel's announcement, Mary went on with Joseph, living their lives. Mary had been promised to bring a child, the Holy One, into this world. A miracle, because she had been with no man. And though God had promised that to her, it still took nine months. You you missed it, you missed it. Yes, it was a miracle, but it still took the same amount of time. need you to hear this because some of you think that because God makes a promise of a miracle that is going to happen just like that but sometimes even God's miracles take time and he works it out over time and in the course of time and in the process of time God works out what he said he would do after the angels announcements And Mary's acceptance, tell your neighbor, it came to pass. After Joseph was visited and convinced not to put Mary away, it came to pass. After dealing with the ridicule of the townspeople, the side eyes of the old women, it came to pass. After nine months of gestation, it came to pass. After a trip to Joseph's hometown and having to stay in a barn because he forgot to make reservations, it came to pass. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that just because it's a miracle doesn't mean that it won't take time. And while God is moving, you keep waiting. Wait on the Lord to work it out. And while you wait on him, listen, I've learned this. While you wait on him, praise him anyhow. While you wait on him to come through, worship him anyhow. While you wait on the promise to be made, manifest it gone and give him glory anyhow quit reserving your thanks for after the fact quit reserving your praise for after he works it out go on and praise him anyhow praise him for the miracle that's going to come praise him for the turnaround that's working its way in praise him for the breakthrough that he's breaking into your life praise him now for what he's doing i wish i had seven or eight folk in this house who had a promise that they were waiting on the lord on and decided you know what i'm gonna praise him right now I don't have it right now, but I'm a praise him right now. I don't see it right now, but I'm a thank him right now. I don't have it in my hands right now, but but I know that my God shall supply my need, and I'm keeping my hand in his hand, my God. My mama. My, my. And l- listen, when you when you approach Christmas like that. It's more than a holiday. Oh, Christmas can be a holy day. You can shout on Christmas. When the last time you shouted on Christmas, I know it's been a minute. Tell the truth. Tell the, you ain't got to tell you. ain't got to lie about it. It's been a moment since you shouted on Christmas and since you just walked through your house just giving God glory on Christmas because our minds are on everything else. But but if you declare today that I'm gonna make Christmas a holiday when you wake up on December. T- 25th, when your eyes open, you can say thank you for waking me up on this holy day. Thank you. Thank you. And when it gets good, the Holy Ghost will meet you. You, you'll be walking through your house, talking, and folk wonder who you talking to. I wish I had three or four folk who didn't mind testify. Yeah, I talk to him. Not only do I talk to him, but he talks with me. He walks with me. He talks with me. I be in the kitchen sometimes, and it, it gets good while I'm cooking bologna sandwiches. It, I feel him moving on the inside. I, Said to me the other day, Buckley, you don't know nothing you. You 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 eat how on the hall. You 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 eat center cut. I said, yeah, I eat center cut. I cut the center of the bologna. fried real hard. Get it good and burn.
9: Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Oh, I know.
5: You ought to thank God. I ain't going to rain on nobody's Christmas. But we used to live in a time when it didn't take all that to be happy. It didn't take all that to have joy. It didn't take all of that to be content. All you needed was a peppermint and an orange and a and an apple and a and a walnut. I wish I had a witness in here. It didn't take all that in a brown paper bag and and if you woke up it and, and you could go play jacks and play jump rope and, it didn't take all that and you thank
1: God for the little bit that you had.
5: You know why it didn't take all that? Because we knew who gave it to us. We knew that the Lord had been providing for us. And it didn't take all that because we knew that if God gave it to us then, he'd give it to us again. God is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. I pray that your Christmas not just a holiday I'm trying to close y'all but I pray that it's a holy day I pray that before the day is over that you would feel the Holy Ghost moving on the inside do I have a witness here and if you get serious about it, I can be a witness that uh, the Holy Ghost will come and sit with you. Y'all, y'all, y'all playing church with me. I say, if you get serious with it, the Holy Ghost will come and meet you. Is there anybody here who can testify today? You've been through some things and ask the Lord to meet you and the holy ghost met you there somebody's been sick and the holy ghost came and sat with you somebody couldn't see your way through and the holy ghost came and lighted the way somebody didn't know what tomorrow would bring and the holy ghost came and comforted your fears is there anybody in here Who can testify today that the holy ghost will come and help you good god almighty i believe that's why the songwriter said you must have that fire and holy ghost that burning thing that keeps the prayer wheel turning it's a kind of religion that you can't conceal it'll make you move It'll make you shout. It'll make you cry when it's real. Keep your hand in the winding chain. My soul's been aching. In Jesus' name, I'm filled within. Free from sin. No, I've been. Woo. I'm through, I promise, here it is. Have yourself a holy.
8: Have yourself a holy. Listen, there may be one of you that have yet to choose God or choose Christ and make him as your Savior. The doors of the church are open.
6: that have come for prayer. There are medical procedures that will be coming up this week. One is sitting in for her grandson as well as herself. Another is getting a procedure. And then I have another young lady that says she just needs some prayer. And sweetheart, all of us need prayer, but... I'm I'm happy and thankful that you came because you came to the right place where God can do anything but fail. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you. Father God, we thank you for each one of these, your servants, who have come for prayer. Lord God, we remind them that you said if we would just be faithful to come and to ask that you will be faithful to listen. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will intervene in each and every one of these individual situations. Whatever the situation may be, whatever the illness, whatever the condition, our prayer is that you will go into the operating room, go into the clinic, Go into wherever the procedures will be done. Work through the doctor and the medication. Override anything that the devil will try to do against these, your servants. Bless now, Lord. Keep them. Remind them in your own holy way that you have not forgotten about them. And Father God, we are not going to try to take any of the credit but we will tell the world that you did it, that God did it. We will give you all of the praise and all of the glory. We submit this prayer to you in the precious name of Jesus, who is our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen.
5: Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Somebody praise God for answered prayer. Somebody praise God for answered prayer. Anybody know he's a prayer answerer? Oh, he's a prayer an- He will, he will, he will. He will. You just keep praying. You just keep believing. And in his time, it will come to pass just like he said. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. Listen, we want to remind you, listen, we're going into Sunday school. After Sunday school, there is no 11 o'clock service, but we are prepared, as you see here, for our 4 o'clock cantata this afternoon at 4 p.m. You want to get here early. Amen amen somebody you want to get here early because uh we do have limited seats in the sanctuary we do have overflow available uh in the in the uh, gymnasium it is wonderful over there but if you want a close-up seat you need to be here early so you can get a close-up seat amen somebody it's going to be wonderful be in prayer for our music team uh brother Thickpin, our minister of music and all of the music staff who work so li- diligently as they always do each and every year Uh, to make this a meaningful part of our calendar year. God is a good God, and he keeps on blessing us here at K-Chapel. We'll see you in Sunday school, and then after which at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Won't you stand now for our benediction? Thank you for your holiness. For the holy child you sent on that holy night. And thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who lives and dwells with us right now. We pray, God, that we would live the life in reality that we claim through our words. Oh, God, bless us to be a holy people filled with your Holy Spirit, your holy purpose, and your holy presence.